There are millions of podcasts being done all over the world that take on the personalities of their creator. Some bring in thousands of listeners each week. Some bring in large amounts of revenue, while others entertain millions and help sell products. If you're like many podcasters, you want to reach your maximum potential. But how? How do you make your podcast stand out from all the rest? Join Dr. Barrett Matthews as he talks to experts who are doing it on The Productive Podcaster. Hello, everybody, and welcome to another episode of The Productive Podcaster. My name is Dr. Barrett Matthews, and I want to welcome you all here again. Let me tell you, The Productive Podcaster is a podcast for podcasters. The show is designed to help you to be more productive in what you're doing, to make sure your podcast isn't about work, but about you putting everything in place to make it enjoyable for you and the people paying attention to what your message is. That means you can focus on other things instead of whether you have enough listeners, whether you have enough money coming in, whether you have enough downloads. You want to have all these things, but we want to show you how to put things in place so that you don't have to worry about those things all the time. Now, we start off every episode of The Productive Podcaster with a segment we like to call Pros and Cons. Pros and Cons. Now, what is pros and cons? Pros and cons is our way of helping you by giving you some helpful tips to make sure that your podcast can go off smoothly so you don't have to worry about all the other things that other people deal with. Now, one of the things that you can do is be yourself. We talked about that you know, before, but I really mean this this time. Be yourself. And when I say be yourself, I'm saying stop trying to replicate other podcasters. Yeah, we hear it out there. Someone trying to sound just like another person who has a podcast. And it's okay to admire someone. It's okay to wish that you even had a podcast as successful as someone. But they have their audience. Their audience wants to hear them. You have to build your audience who wants to hear you. If you build your audience trying to sound like them, guess what? They're going to go to them. They're not going to come to you. So stop trying to be someone else. Stop trying to sound like someone else. I mean, yeah, if it's like, you know, you have a radio show, you can't be Casey Kasem. So don't worry about that. That's my weak attempt at a Casey Kasem impression. But the thing is, you cannot be the other person. There's only one you. There's only one them. Be you. Be you. Because if you be yourself when you're on the radio, your audience, they may not. See, here's the thing. A lot of us try to rush it. And we figure if I sound like this person, I'll get that audience now to grow, to build, and so forth. No, no, no. That's not how it works. Be yourself. Yes, you may not have anyone listening to you right now. But keep being yourself over and over again. You can tweak some the way you produce your show. You can tweak some of the segments of your show. But always be you because that is who the audience will relate to. The more you try to sound like someone else, the worse it will be. The more you try to be someone other than yourself, the more your people will go to that person. So sound like you. Practice sounding confident as yourself. Practice sounding like you know what you're doing as yourself. Don't try to be someone else. Be yourself. And that way, you will be a productive podcaster on your own right. So that 
is pros and cons for today. What we're going to do right now, guys, we're going to go take a break. And when we do, we'll come back with our very, very special guest for today. You've heard the rumblings. You even thought about starting your own. But how? Everybody knows podcasting is the fastest and best way to get your message out and grow your business all at once. Although everybody knows this, nobody showed you what to do. Well, Podcast Nation is ready to do all the heavy lifting for you while you just deliver your message and grow. Join the nation and start your podcast today. Text PODCAST to 929-244-4323 and make them hear your voice. hear what I hear? That's the sound of your tribe, your audience, your people. That's the sound of your nation. The people who love to hear the sound of your voice as you bring your special message to them in your very own podcast. How do you get it to them? Let us handle that. We're a podcast nation and we make sure they hear your voice. Podcast Nation is a full service podcasting firm that does all of the hard work for you so that you can be the talent and get your message to your people. Just text podcast to 929-244-4323 and talk to one of our staff on how you can get started with your very own done for you podcast or go to podcastnation.com and get started today. That's P-O-D-K-A-S-T nation.com. Your people are waiting on you. Make them hear your voice. Podcast Nation. Okay, everybody, welcome back to the Productive Podcaster. You know, I got a special treat for you guys. I always try to bring you something or someone that can help you be more productive putting together your podcast. Because I'm telling you, if you're not doing a podcast, you're behind. You're already behind. So you need to get one going. Now, I'm going to tell you, I'm, I'm bringing someone right now who exemplifies what it takes to be productive, and that is you have to be committed. This person I'm bringing on right now, she is committed to helping other people. She's committed to helping people to stop suicide. She's actually working on a doctorate for that. She is helping people to get their voice out, especially women. She works with a lot of military spouses to make sure that they can get their voice out and they can be heard. She is committed to helping people connect and to build. I'm talking about none other than Jamie Muscoff. Jamie, welcome, welcome, welcome to the Productive Podcaster. Thank can you, you hear me? so much for having me. Oh, yes, I go. can hear you. Okay, great. Fantastic, <laughs> fantastic. Glad that you're here today. I, if you could, take a minute. Tell everyone who Jamie is. Sure. So uh, I'm Jamie Muscoff. I am. Uh, I live currently in in um, Northern Virginia. I am a senior consultant at a company called Enterprise Knowledge, and uh, I help companies um, improve how they do business using knowledge management, knowledge strategy, and great project management. Um, I am also obviously a podcaster. Uh, I started doing that in January of last year when I was actually working at Microsoft on a project called the Military Spouse Technology Academy or MSTA. Um, in that program, and then also myself as a military spouse, I learned just how um, difficult it can be for military spouses to get back into the traditional workforce. And, you know, that 
it's more than about, oh, the, you know, we move, um, <laughs> you know, that's an obvious one. But, you know, there's discrimination in the workforce, people not, not wanting to hire military spouses because we are part of the military community um, and may not stick around. Um, there's, you know, um, this kind of weird resume that we have, <laughs> you know, as, as we move around. Why do you change jobs so frequently? Um, things like that. So um, just after investigating that and working on that project, I decided, okay, like I, these stories need to get heard because I kept talking to military spouses who had had all these experiences. They were social workers, lawyers, um, nurses, professionals out there who were really struggling to maintain a, an actual career, not just going from job to job. So my podcast was called or is called um, So Unbecoming with Jamie Muscoff. Started that in January last year. And it's just me interviewing uh, military spouses about their experiences and also interviewing people who are experts on helping us, you know, form resumes, uh, do branding, personal branding, um, just trying to get resources out there in the community. And then um, as a result of doing that, I ended up becoming a uh, a, a panel moderator at Podcast Movement last year in Orlando, and um, that was a fantastic experience. Also, you know, facilitated a panel where there were other women podcasters who focus on a variety of topics. Um, one is a, a woman veteran, combat veteran. Another one deals with rural health. Um, others about um, domestic violence and issues of race. So just bringing other voices to the table to hear how they help lift other people and, uh, and tell other people's stories in the podcast space. That's something I really love doing. So, um, so that's me. <laughs> wow. I mean, I, I mean that, that, that's a lot and you, you do it well. You're, you've been doing it at a successful rate. I wanted to ask you and starting, what, what got you to start doing that podcast? Sure. It was really um, just that, how, how many years I spent. So I had a full career. Um, I actually used to be a civilian working for the Department of the Navy. Um, I happened to meet my husband <laughs> in that process. And, you know, and I ended up leaving my career for about five or six years. And um, to be honest, I just, over those five or six years, I had heard so many stories of particularly women, um, military spouses, who just struggled, like not just struggled to find jobs or career continuity, but struggled with identity, struggled with, you know, who am I if I'm not, if I don't have a job, if I don't have my career, who, who am I? I'm just somebody's wife, basically. Yeah. And um, it made me sad. It made me, you know, not only because I, I definitely related to it, but because there are just so many amazing, intelligent, accomplished women in that community who just felt like they were invisible. And so, you know, when it came down to podcasting, I thought, okay, you know, I'd love listening to podcasts. Why can't I be a podcaster and start sharing these stories and, you know, getting people to be heard and, and to understand that experience, the, the gap between, you know, military and civilian understanding of each other is much wider than it used to be when, you know, we had active wars going on, mm -hmm. um, you know, and so what better way, I think, and what easier way to create, uh, you know, a space that connects people and connects those two communities than podcasting. So yeah. that's how I got started. I, I, I agree with that. And I, it, it's amazing because I'm, I'm, you know, I'm learning something from you right now because I did not know 
a lot of the trials that come with being you know, a military spouse. Now, I know you, you focus on, on women. Do you run into some of the same things from the male military spouses? Absolutely. And male military spouses have a whole other series of issues that, um, you know, definitely deserve their own attention. You know, um, my husband happens to be in the submarine force and it wasn't until recently that the submarine force allowed women to serve in it. So Mm -hmm. the majority of my peers as military spouses are female, but you know, there are now military spouse, um, uh, spouses who are male in that community, whether it's, you know, they're married to a female or they have a male partner. Mm-hmm. Um, and it's only been recently that people have been talking about them and including them in the community. And I think it's also really hard to be of the other gender coming into yeah. a community that's been dominated by women for such a long time. Um, so yeah, and there are a lot of um, male spouses that I meet out there that just they have their own stories and they deserve their own platforms as well. So, and as far as, so I'm becoming is concerned, how do you, how do you format your show? Is it interviews? Is it you talking? How is that, how is that put together? It's an interview, one-on-one interview, typically, um, you know, kind of have a a, a list of topics or a list of questions that I have. Um, The topic is always, you know, the person that I'm interviewing. How did, you know, who are you? Um, what do you do for a living? And what's your story? Um, and, and really, it's just, you know, I try to let the conversation be as organic as possible. But I definitely also have a structural kind of understanding of the things that my listenership wants to hear. You know, we don't just want to hear facts and figures, but facts and figures are nice. You know, we do want to hear what's at the heart of the person, you know, who are they? And, you know, what are some of the things that they struggle with? Because, you know, ultimately that's the thing that people relate to is that experience. And, you know, they want to know, you know, how did you overcome this? How Mm -hmm. did you, you know, find your way out of, you know, out of one situation into, into another, um, you know, that's why people listen. They want to hear people who, who can help them, you know, kind of deconstruct how they can do things. And that, it, it brings me to another question because I was, I would think, this is just me thinking because I have nothing to do. I've never been in the military and thank you all for your service. I definitely appreciate that. But I would think that you would have a lineup of people that want to be on that podcast. But then there's that side of things. Do people want to tell what they're going through mm. as a military spouse. So which do you run into? Mm, that's such a good question. And, you know, when you asked me about male military spouses, I can't tell you how it has been so hard. I didn't, the first season of someone becoming, I couldn't get any male spouses on my show. Mm. Tried. It, was, it wasn't because I didn't try to find them. It's just, it was really hard because a lot of them don't necessarily want to tell their story. Yeah. Depending on what your spouse does in the military, that's another kind of limiting factor as yeah. to whether or not you're going to come on the show and talk about your life um, in the military. Because, you know, if you're married to someone in the special forces and even in the submarine community, I mean, we're, they're called the silent service for a reason, right? Mm. Yeah, the, <laughs> the culture is we, we keep our things internal. It's like, you, you know, you know that thing, like you only talk about your family thing. business in the family, <laughs> right? You don't air your family's dirty laundry outside the family. Right, right, right. <laughs> a military a thing like too. I mean, look, I mean, we men, I always tell people, my, my joke is that the biggest and most fragile thing on the planet is the male ego. <laughs> so... <laughs> 
So, you know, it's one of those things that, you know, we don't want to tarnish that ego by expressing ourselves if we can help it. So that's, uh, yeah, it, it's a it's a man thing. Well, yeah. as far as the, because I know you work with uh, trying to prevent suicide. Do you find that that is both genders or is that mostly in, in the females that you're dealing with? So when we're suicide is concerned, in my doctoral research, um, I actually started my doctoral program at USC focusing on the military spouse um, unemployment issue mm -hmm. because military spouses are unemployed um, at a rate of about 26%, which is, wow. you know, well, before COVID-19, <laughs> that yeah. was really high. Um, you know, our, our unemployment rate just as a population um, as a whole in the United States was about three or 4%. So mm -hmm. to have military spouses be that unemployed was kind of, you know, it's an indicator and there are lots of programs that focus on that. Yeah. And as I was doing my research, I started to recognize, okay, you know, I built this sort of model of, okay, what, what is the thing that Uh-oh, you froze up on me. To there be able go. to maintain a career. Oh, there you are. Yeah, you froze up uh, on me for a second, but you're good. <laughs> okay. So, like, what are the things that allow military spouses to maintain a career throughout a military career? And the foundational component in my model was having a happy, stable marriage, <laughs> you know, having, you know, a partner who supports you. Mm -hmm. And then I started digging some more. And then what I started realizing is, okay, like, you know, how do we handle relationships in the military? How are our, our relationships supported by the military or not? And then it just kind of led me down this path of, you know, recognizing, cause especially in the news, there was a lot of news at that point in time about the suicide rate among mm -hmm. active duty military members. And, you know, that's a different population than veterans who have already left the service. Yeah. Um, but all of a sudden, you know, the, the rate of active duty military member suicide went, you know, it's the, it's the highest it's been since 9-11. Wow. Um, it, you know, last year in the Air Force, they saw a huge spike in really? suicides. And why is that? You know, um, so I ended up focusing my research on that. And what's interesting is that the Department of Defense has generated an, you know, an annual suicide report since 2008. And every year that they've issued that report, one of the key um, kind of trends that you see in every report is that somewhere between 35 and 50% of all people, service members who commit suicide have a failed intimate partner relationship mm. in the 30 to 90 days prior to their deaths. Wow. And that's a significant pattern um, because it's well known that, you know, relationship problems can definitely be a risk factor for suicide. Mm. But I thought to myself like, wow, that's a really big, that's right. a really big number uh, influence. It's bigger than, you know, um, substance abuse problems bigger than PTSD and, yeah. um, and, and all of that. And, you know, those are the things that the Department of Defense are focusing on when we're trying to do suicide prevention. So why aren't we focusing on relationship stability, um, social connectedness? And if you look at social isolation, that is, a, that is also on the rise along with suicide rates just as a, across our society. So mm -hmm. what's the relationship between military members who are often isolated from their partners and their support networks and the suicide rate? Um, so right. ultimately that's, that's where my focus ended up being right. for school and is, okay. um, yeah. So 
Now, you, you obviously have, like I, said, I met you at Podcast Movement, and you mentioned that you spoke there. I yeah. want to find out, what do you think makes your podcast so productive? Um, I think the biggest thing is definitely having a schedule, <laughs> um, you know, having, if you can put as many episodes as you can in the can, as we like to call it, um, that helps, um, you know, in terms of just like your own productivity as a podcast producer mm -hmm. and a host. Um, but also, you know, if you look at, you know, what, what's, what, how do you define productive, you know, productive to me also means, you know, impactful, um, yes. because you can produce podcasts and, you know, can be talking to nobody. <laughs> yeah. Um, sure. but if you know, you're talking to people, listening to the, the people that are listening to you and understanding what is it that they're after? You know, what do they want to hear? Who do they want to hear from? Um, and constantly going back and, and kind of iterating and finding different guests and talking about different ideas yeah. based on what your listenership wants, right? Because, yeah, I mean, there's lots of things I personally would love to talk about, but yeah. I'm not the one listening. I'm the one making. Exactly, <laughs> exactly. exactly. So my, my last question to you is very simple. How can people find out more about you and your podcast? Oh, I love that. All right. Well, currently I am the producer and the co-host of another podcast. It's called um, Owning Up, and it is a podcast for the Association for Military Spouse Entrepreneurs. Um, and that is, you can find the podcast under podcast at amse.co. It's also on tons of platforms, including Apple. Um, but that is a new podcast, and I would love for people to listen to that. Um, my other podcast, So Unbecoming, um, you can go to sounbecoming.com and listen to that, um, also on many platforms. Um, and then I would love for people to connect with me if you have questions or ideas. Um, I'm on LinkedIn. Um, and you can look Moskoff or just go to jamiemuskoff.com and we can connect there. I'm happy to chat. All right. All right, Jamie Muscoff, we thank you for joining us on the Productive Podcast of the day. You know you're welcome back anytime you like. I thank you so much. And I, once again, I thank you for what you do. And I, I'm sure everyone else thanks you as well. Have a great, great day. Thank you. You too. You've heard the rumblings. You've even thought of starting your own. But how? Everybody knows podcasting is the fastest and best way to get your message out and grow your business all at once. Although everybody knows this, nobody showed you what to do. Well, Podcast Nation is ready to do all that V-lifting for you while you just deliver your message and grow. Join the nation and start your podcast today. Text PODCAST to 929-244-4323 and make them hear your voice. Do you hear what I hear? That's the sound of your tribe, your audience, your people. That's the sound of your nation. The people who love to hear the sound of your voice as you bring your special message to them in your very own podcast. How do you get it to them? Let us handle that. We're Podcast Nation, and we make sure they hear your voice. Podcast Nation is a full-service podcasting firm that does all the hard work for you so you can be the talent and get your message to your people. Just text PODCAST to 929-244-4323 and talk to one of our staff on how you can get started with your very own done-for-you podcast. Or just go to podcastnation.com and get started today. That's P-O-D-K-A-S-T 
PodcastNation.com. Your people are waiting on you. Make them hear your voice. Podcast Nation. Okay, wasn't that fantastic? Welcome back to the Productive Podcaster. I was excited to have Jamie Muscoff on the show. For Hey, all you veterans out there, we want to thank you guys. And for all you spouses that, hey, are hanging in there with, with them as they're, if they're defending the country, we thank you for that as well. Takes a lot of patience. We definitely appreciate you. It is time for another segment of the show that we like to call PodQuest. PodQuest. And you're saying, Barrett, what is PodQuest? Some of you may be saying that. Well, what PodQuest is, is our opportunity to give you, the podcaster and the listener, an opportunity to ask a question either of me or of one of our previous guests. And today we have a question for me from one of our, from one of our guests. I want to, oh, for one of our, our listeners, rather. And I want to make sure that we get this answer for you. And the question is, how many podcasts have I done? Now, if you're talking about episodes on this particular show, well, as you may know, the Productive Podcaster is a new podcast, so we're just getting that up and running, so we're excited about that going. But if you're looking to one, and you see, some people may be asking because they want to know, okay, where's this guy coming from? What kind of experience do I have? And that's fine. I love that. I have done probably about four podcasts. I started out back, I'd say it was maybe 10 years ago. I did a podcast called Dollars for Damages, and it was basically to help people to learn about insurance adjusting on claims. And we ran that for probably two to three years, maybe. Uh, Dollars for Damages was the podcast we did. It was it, we had a lot of fun. Did a whole lot of episodes of it. A whole lot of fun with that. Then I did another podcast with a good friend of mine, Chris Bridges. We called it Lunch and Learn with Chris and Barrett. It was a fun podcast where we got to interview a lot of successful people, millionaires, billionaires. It was a lot of fun. But Chris and I had great chemistry on the air, and we just we really had a good time doing that podcast together. A lot of fun with that. Ran that for a few years as well. Then Chris had to go on and do some other things, and I brought in a friend of mine, Kelly Perry. We did a podcast, Lunch and Learn with Barrett and Kelly. And that one ran for a little more than a year. We did a lot of promotion with that one too. A lot of promotion. We uh, took it up, took it up a level as far as what Chris and I did. And then I did one called Revenue Radio. That was fun too, because that was more business as well. We talked to, hence the name. We talked to a lot of people who were in business, and they came on and they shared what they do to help people out there who are entrepreneurs to bring in more revenue and to be successful in their business. I took a break for a minute, and it, it felt like a minute. And then I was asked to host the Black CEO Morning Show. A friend of mine, he started an organization called Black CEO, where they work with African-American entrepreneurs, and not African-American, just uh, people of African descent who have, uh, who have businesses, who want to learn how to run it as a CEO. And we brought in a lot of people we interviewed. I was not only the host of the show, I was also the executive producer of the show, the Black CEO Morning Show, had well, well over 30,000 people listening to that, to that show. So we, I enjoyed that as well. I did that for about two years. So that was fun as well. So I hope that gives you an answer as to my background in the podcasting platform. So I definitely uh, hope that answered your question. So thank you for that on podcast. If you have a question yourself, 
go to our tribe, go check us out and give us a question. We'd love to bring it up and bring it, you can ask a question of me or ask of one of our guests as well as they bring a lot of information and we will get them the question and they can bring us the answer. So now it's time for our podcast profile. I want to profile Jenna Kutcher. Jenna Kutcher has a podcast called Gold Digger. Gold Digger Podcast. It's a great podcast because she talks about people who had goals in business and who achieved them, who, who actually went after things and got to tell some great stories, man. And, and see, this is a very important. What she does, and I want to emphasize that, she does a different format than other people may think. See, my show, I do interviews with people and I bring in different segments. She brings in segments where she actually will talk about something that a business owner did to achieve success. She tells stories, and I'm telling you, if you can tell a great story, you will bring your audience in, and that's what she does. She brings her audience in by getting them to relate to the story that they're hearing. I want to emphasize that greatly because some of you out there are great storytellers. You know a lot of stories, and you can tell them to your friends and family, but you hadn't thought about putting it on a podcast. Well, now I'm telling you, put it on a podcast. People love hearing stories. So understand that. So check, check it out. Jenna Kutcher's podcast, Gold Digger. Very good to listen to. Now it's time for the giveaway, guys. It's time for the giveaway. Today's giveaway, I'm going back to this one here. Let me show you what, we, what we're doing today, what we're giving away. And that is the recording in progress sign for those podcasters who want to get some peace and quiet. You want some peace and quiet? We are giving away prizes every week on Productive Podcaster for those people who subscribe to the Productive Podcaster podcast and for those who share it. They have to share it. So today's person who shared it, who listens and shares it, is Daryl Quick. Daryl Quick, we thank you so much. You're going to get this door hanger sign for your podcast. So when you do your podcast, you can have some peace and quiet. We thank you for being a supporter of the Productive Podcast podcaster. Well, guys, it is time for one of my favorite parts of the show, as many of you know, and that is time for the productivity quote. I love to give quotes to help you guys be more productive, and today's quote comes from a productivity master himself, David Allen, the author of Getting Things Done. David Allen, he said, your mind is for having ideas, not holding them. Woo! Your mind is for having ideas, not holding them, meaning that you need to let those ideas out, let them breathe, let them go out and multiply into other ideas. You can't hold them all in your head. The more you hold those ideas in your head, you rob the world of your gifts. You rob the world of your greatness. You're holding back someone else from achieving greatness because all they needed to do was hear that one thing from you and they can grow. So don't hold ideas in your head. Your mind is for having the ideas, not for holding them. That is a great quote from David Allen. So guys, that wraps up another productive podcaster episode. I'm just glad to be a part of this. And I just along for the ride because you all are taking me on the ride. I thank our guest today, Jamie Muscoff, for bringing some great knowledge. And like I said, thanks again to the vets out there. We definitely appreciate you. I want to say to each and every one of you, make sure that you are posting about The Productive Podcaster. Make sure that you are subscribing. Make sure that you are sending us your questions. And make sure that you are sharing this with all of your friends and family. Let them know The Productive Podcaster podcast exists 
for them. So on that note, I thank you guys for listening. I can't wait to see you the next time. Thank you for joining us on The Productive Podcaster. Thank you for joining us on The Productive Podcaster. Be sure to join us next time for another great show. We welcome your engagement, so make sure you participate by joining the Productive Podcaster Facebook group and chime in. Also, share the Productive Podcaster with some of your friends right now. If you have a podcast and you're looking for guests, or if you would like to be a guest on a podcast, join our podcast exchange at www.podcastworlddirectory.com. We'll see you next time. Thank you.